As a Christian mom to four boys, I've seen how important it is to instill the truth from God's word in them starting at a young age. So I want to welcome you to the Entrusted to Teach podcast, where we'll look more at that responsibility that God's entrusted us with to teach and train our children. I'm so excited you guys are with me. Let's dive right in. I feel like I've been away for a while. I know it's been a little bit since my last episode. I had some family in last week, so I took some time to spend with them, but I am back. I'm happy to be back with you guys. I've been really wanting to do an episode on resources. Specifically for today, I was going to focus on listening and watching resources for moms and also for kids. And this isn't an exhaustive list. I'm sure that I'm going to think of more after I publish this episode. So I'll try to just do a resources episode every once in a while to add in any new resources that I've been using or I've heard recommended. Because often it changes for me. Sometimes I'll go through a period of time where I'm really um, inspired by a certain person or certain um certain podcast and so I'll listen to them pretty frequently and then other times I'll kind of switch it up and I'll I'll end up listening to somebody else that I've found. So this is just who I have been listening to probably over the last year, two years, people that I consistently go to, consistently will listen to and that I've been inspired by, encouraged by, that I believe are really just faith-filled people that help me stay um, fed by the word who encourage me to keep really getting into the word and all of that. Feel free to follow me and message me on Instagram at Gilbert J. Mama if you have any additional resource suggestions that I can share with moms. Also on there, I'll be posting the resources that I recommend on the podcast on my Instagram page. So I'll try to make sure that all of these ones that I kind of highlight and recommend to you guys, I'll also share on there just so you'll be able to kind of go over there and look at them quickly and see what I recommend and even be able to go follow those people on Instagram, on Spotify, all of that. I'll also post um, some kid Bible book resources on my Instagram page that I really love and have used with my kids and that I highly recommend. Um, So be sure to go over there, follow me, follow my posts, um, because I'll be trying to post those. I'll try to do it on a post and then also maybe put it in my stories as well, just so that I kind of cover all my bases and really put it out there for you guys to be able to look through. My big reason for wanting to do an episode on resources is because I feel like the world is so ready to feed into our minds all sorts of crap. It is everywhere. There's always stuff coming at us through shows, ads, news, other people, work. I mean, the list goes on. We are constantly having to filter things out and see if it holds up to the truth of God's word. And so it's I am always, like, I love it when people recommend, you know, resources to me, whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a a preacher, somebody to listen to, somebody on YouTube. I love it when people recommend different people for me to follow because I am constantly looking for those um, good sources of information, you know, those people that really are going to feed into me in a positive way, you know, feed the word into me and not give me the crap of the world. I just, I, I'm really big on that. So instead of letting people from the world feed into you and tell you things about yourself, why not have some faith-filled men and women that you can listen to on a regular basis that will put the word into your head and heart? That's my, that's my big, you know, that's my main reason, my heart for really wanting to put out this episode. I work at the children's hospital, like I think I mentioned in my first episode, and 
it is so sad to see the teenagers that come in with anxiety and depression and and dealing with you know thoughts of suicide and even those who have attempted suicide and these percentages of teenagers dealing with these issues is only increasing you know it's been increasing over the past few years that we've seen and it has to stop and i just firmly believe that we as moms can be the ones to really step in and guard and shield our kids from the crap that is coming at them from the world. We as moms need to get our sons and daughters plugged into men and women of faith now when they're young so they are being fed with the word and not the crap of the world. Help them build that foundation now. It is never too early to start and it's never too late to start. So, you know, whether your kid, whether you feel like you've missed the window, whether you feel like you've, you haven't done it, your kid's older, your kid's a teenager, whatever, it doesn't matter. It is never too late to start. And for those moms out there that have young kids, it's never too early to start, to really start investing into them. That's what I highly encourage. That's, that's all. Get them plugged in now. Get them plugged in. If you listen to this now, it doesn't matter where they're at. doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Start now. Start getting them really plugged into those men and women who are full of, full of faith that will really um, fill them with the word. There are so many streams of information coming at them. The world is all too ready to feed our children through shows, video games, social media, and everything else out there. There's, I mean, they, I hear about a new one every day, and some of these things... You know, I, I, I know of them, but I, I don't really do them, which is so funny. I feel like a lot of the kids nowadays are so into all of the technology stuff. They, they know it even better than I do, but you know, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, the most recent one I heard about is roadblocks. I don't, I'm not even fully sure what that is, but that's just another one. I feel like there's a new platform coming out every day, things that are reaching out to our kids and that are feeding our kids, you know, without us maybe even being fully aware of it. There are all of these sources of, of, um, information that is being fed to our kids and often I think sometimes we don't even really know everything that's coming at them everything that they're really ingesting that that's that they're um taking in and so that's up to us first to really kind of be in tune to what is coming at them, what they're being fed by, but then also to offer alternative sources, you know, alternative sources of, of information that is going to feed them in a positive way. That's going to feed them from the truth of the word and not from the, the world, the world's viewpoints and the world's ways. Um, and that's not to say that everything on social media is bad. You know, I personally, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and I've learned a lot from different people on Instagram. I've chosen who I follow, and I follow certain people for very specific reasons. I've learned a lot about homeschooling. I've learned a lot about feeding my kids, you know, healthy and nutritious things. I've learned um, a different exercise routines for moms that are quick and easy and that you can fit into your day. So all of these things are, are things that I really enjoy about Instagram. I think it gives me access to a lot of people that maybe know things um, that are different than what I know, know more than I do in a certain category. And so I really enjoy being able to reach out to those people and see what they're doing and learn from them. But I also feel like it can be a source of comparison. It also can be a source of um, feeding me things that, that don't need to be in my mind. And I, as an adult, am able to filter things out through the truths of the word. 
But kids, they're still learning. They are, you know, maybe they sometimes I don't think that have that filter. They sometimes don't have the discernment to know not to look at something or not to follow it or they, you know, it can lead them down a hole. So it's just something that we as parents really need to guard against and be mindful of and really just pay attention to what is feeding them, what is entering into their hearts and their minds, and what can we offer in an alternative sense? What can we give to them that will feed them um, and and help them grow in their faith, help them grow in their love for God, help them grow in their relationship with their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? You know, like I said, with the, um, the the teenagers and kids that I that I see at the hospital, I think a lot of that comes from this this social media technology world. Um, there's there's so much coming at them, and it can sometimes alter the way they view themselves. There's a lot of um, you know bullying and things like that, and so those are things that we as mom can just really help our kids with really be in tune. What are they reading? What are they watching? What are they listening to? And how can I really help them? How can I give them um, sources of, of information that are going to help them? And we want to really help them be filled with the word because it will illuminate their path. It will literally light their path. It will help them discern between light and darkness, between good and evil. Feed them with the word and ourselves as well, as we continue to stay fed, as we continue to feed ourselves with the word, then we will have that to give to them. We will have that to impart to them and, and to pour into them. I think of Psalms 119, 105, we just did this verse the other week with my kids. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And it is so short, so simple, and so true. It is literally a light to your path. And when I explained it to my kids, I, you know, it's so funny when you're teaching your kids, I, I really get a lot out of it too. Like even going through these verses with my kids a week, um, I'm learning the verses it's in my mind. And sometimes it's just that one verse that I need that will, that carries me through the week. But with this specific verse, if you think about it, your word, God's word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. It's literally like holding, I, I, you know, my kids love flashlights. They play with them all the time. So you hold that flashlight up and you show them when you are in a dark room, if you hold a flashlight and you point it at your feet, you will literally be able to see where you're going. If you just follow that light, it will show you where to go. And that is literally like the word of God. The word of God will direct your paths. If you, if you, um, just put that word on in your minds. If you hold fast to it, if you go to it, if you look to it for your answers and for your direction in life, it will guide you. It will direct your path. And that's what we want our kids to be fed with. That's what we want to be pouring into our kids is that light from the word that will illuminate their paths, that will help them determine the direction that they go in their lives, that will help them determine the decisions to make. I think of Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That Again, that word of God, not only does it illuminate our paths and put that light before us and direct our paths, but it also builds that faith. And it says in the word that without faith, it's impossible to please him. So we need that faith and the word of God helps to build that. So giving, feeding our kids the word of God through various resources will help them to build that faith and ours also all of this applies like it's it, it it applies to both us as moms and in raising our kids 
Psalm 119, 15 and 16 says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statues. I will not forget your word. It just repeatedly throughout the word, it talks about how important it is to just have that word hidden in our hearts, to hold fast to the word, to meditate on it, to really think on it, to, to hold fast to it so that it is it's, it's a part of us. It's ingrained in us. It's something that is that we can just immediately bring to mind. And so that's what we want for our kids. That's also what we want for ourselves. And that will help us as we have things come at us from the world, being able to really be so sharpened by the word that, we're, that we have hidden in our hearts that we can immediately discern, that we can immediately cast out anything that doesn't line up with God's truths. We want to teach them now and help them build those habits now of getting fed with the word. Because if we start now, you know, even if, even if your kids are teenagers starting now, like if you haven't done anything up till this point and, and you're starting now, they will build habits that will benefit them going through for the rest of their lives. It's, it's so amazing. Those habits can be built starting now, and it will help them as they go forward into their jobs, into their workplaces, into their families going forward to just filter out and be able to discern what is true and what is not. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the Amplified. I'm going to hit a couple verses in the Amplified Bible. Most of the other ones I think are either from the ESV version or King James version. Um, But the Amplified version, I I was reading a lot of these verses that I went through in the Amplified. And it really just, it, it pulls out even more meaning. It kind of defines some of those words and really just makes them, um, kind of puts them in your, your head in, in a more descriptive way. So I really, I really enjoy the way that the Amplified lays out some of these verses and kind of defines, more intricately defines some of the words within the verses. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. This is just such a great verse. I mean, I have known this verse I feel like since being a kid, like this is, this is a very common verse that I have heard over and over and over again. And it still holds so much truth today for me. It, it, to me, it's such an important verse to instill in our kids. Literally God will direct their paths. He will shine a light upon their way as they walk with him, as they walk with him and look to him for direction. What an amazing habit to develop. What an amazing verse to really teach and train our kids in now. And I think of it just in contrast to all the things that were fed of the world. You know, it says, trust and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. And in that, your own insight and understanding, I think of the things that come at you from the world. The the things that the world tries to feed you. And just disregarding that and really looking, trusting, relying on God and what he says in his word. And that will set our path straight. That will, he will make our path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block our way. 
Isaiah 26, 3. I love this verse. This one, this is in the Amplified also. You will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. Verse 4, trust confidently in the Lord forever. He is your fortress, your shield, your banner. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. So that's another thing as we are focused in on God, as we feed ourselves with his word, with people who are teaching his word, we will have that perfect, constant peace that will guard our hearts. I love that. Hebrews 4.12. I'm going through some of these verses. As I was thinking about this episode and, you know, giving you resources, I was like, I could just list off these resources for them. Just easy peasy, list them off, go and listen to these people. And that's all well and good. But as I really started to think more, you know, just on this topic, I really started thinking about why, why do I want to, you know, what's the point of doing this? What's the point of laying out these resources for people? What is the point of, of going through and telling them some of the people that I listen to on a regular basis? And the whole reason is that we want to saturate our hearts and minds with the word of God. And as moms, it can be hard sometimes. I get it. There, there, it, There are so many things happening throughout the day when you're juggling taking care of your kids that I have struggled over the past few years with feeding myself the word. And I've really had to um, figure out different ways. I was very used to just being able to, before having kids, being able to just sit down and read the word for an hour and study and with no distractions. And I really would be able to get into it, dive into it and get so much out of it. But now I have to find a different way. I don't have that available to me anymore. I don't really have the time to sit down for an hour at a time and really dive deep into something. So I need to, so I still need to be fed. I still need to feed myself with the word. So how do I do that? Where do I get it? How am I, you know, I have to, it's not necessarily multitasking, but figuring out pockets of time where I can still listen and hear and, and ingest what I'm, you know, ingest the word, but then also be able to, um, kind of keep doing other things, if that makes sense. You know, it's not always available for me to be able to fully sit down and take notes and and do maybe what I would want to do. So how else am I going to get fed? How else am I going to get the word in? So that was my heart for for really giving this, um, doing this episode because it's so important. Reading through some of these verses, we see how important it is to really have the word hidden in our hearts. For, you know, in order to trust in God and really rely on him, we have to know him. We have to know his character. We have to know his word and his promises. So that requires us to really put that word in our hearts in order for us to be able to, um, for him to light our path and for direct our way. We have to know his word. We have to know what's available, what he says in his word, what he, what he's telling us to do. So all of these things come back to what do we, what are we putting into our minds? What are we putting into our hearts? Where are we getting the word from? Um, this next verse, Hebrews 4.12 is another one. It just shows how important the word is in really discerning the thoughts and intents of our heart, helping us to really 
determine um, are our thoughts correct? Are our thoughts lined up with God, what God says? Is this is this God's heart for us? And and that's what His Word does. So another, it's just another verse showing how important it is to really have that Word hidden in our heart. Hebrews four twelve again in the Amplified version. For the Word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's how amazing the Word is. The Word of God is living and active and full of power. And we want that we want that to be in our hearts as well as our kids. Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Again in the Amplified. Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. The things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things in daily life. And the God who is the source of peace and well-being will be with you. I mean, that I love that. I love that verse because it's telling you what to dwell on. To me, the description of this, you know, reading through all of those things, whatever is true, whatever, whatever is honorable, all that whole entire list. I mean, every one of those things you could say describes the word of God. So anything where we're listening to the word being taught to us, we are ingesting those things that are true, honorable, right, confirmed by God's word, pure, wholesome, all of that, you know, and that's this verse to me is is a guideline or um, what to filter. In the verses just before this verse, it talks about not worrying or being anxious about anything, but instead bringing all of our requests to God. And as we lay them at his feet and release them into his hands, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that as moms, that's the place that we want to rule our homes from, that place of peace. God is a God of peace. We can rule our homes from a place of peace. Colossians 3.15 in the King James Version says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. The Amplified Bible says regarding that peace, it's the inner calm of one who walks daily with him. Is that not the best description? I love that. The inner calm of one who walks daily with him. Because if we are walking hand in hand with God, if we are daily going to him, laying our requests at his feet, He that peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It is the inner calm of one who walks daily with him. And that is what we want. And that's why it's so important to be fed by the word. If we have sources of that word coming at us on a daily basis, even if it's 
little snippets, even if it's going over a verse with our kids on a daily basis, even if it's just listening to a podcast for or a teaching for 15 minutes, even if it's just getting that 15 minutes before bed to be able to read through the Bible, any of that, that we take that and we hold fast to that. We want to rule our homes from that place of peace. And when we're walking hand in hand with the Father, we will let that peace that comes from Him help us make decisions and settle matters. We're not derailed by things that are thrown at us from the world. We look at things of this world through spiritual eyes and we don't let the devil shake our peace. And not today, Satan. Uh Uh-uh, not today. You ain't getting at me today. You can't have my peace. You can't shake me. My peace is founded in an unshakable God and you can't have it. So now the pockets of time that I find um, for myself throughout the day often are when I'm doing the dishes, um, you know, at night, when after the kids have gone to bed, I'll, while I'm doing the dishes, I'll stick my headphones on and I'll either put a teaching up on YouTube or I'll put a podcast on and I can listen to the word then. Um, when I'm folding laundry, often that's a time um, at either at night or something, I would be able to put on um, another teaching or a podcast or something like that. So when I'm when I'm folding laundry, and obviously these are all things where it's like I'm not able to read a book during this time, but I'm able to hear a teaching. Um, I mean, you could even listen to the word being read. Um, another time is when I'm nursing the baby. So I have a newborn baby. I'm nurse. I I take opportunity to nurse him, and so it's like I could very easily just scroll through social media during those times. But I've found that if I use that time to do my Bible reading or to read the book that I'm doing for the month. You know, if you think about how many times you nurse your baby throughout the day, that's a decent amount of time that I can use in reading. And yes, throughout the day, do I use one of those times to go through Instagram or Facebook? Yes, but it's just learning that, okay, I have these little pockets throughout the day. Can I be a little bit more intentional with my time? And are there a couple times throughout the day that instead of doing what I maybe normally do, I could switch it and do something else that's going to help me get fed with the word. Another time I also um, am able to do stuff is, is driving to work. And my drive to work is like an hour long. So when I go to work, a lot of times, sometimes I'll talk to my mom or my sister on the phone. But if I'm not doing that, then I will turn on a podcast. I'll turn, I'll listen to a teaching while I'm driving to work. And then also at work, um, there are times when like I'll go pump Um, while I'm at work. And so I'll often put a teaching on YouTube and things like that. So there's, there are many opportunities. And I think sometimes it's, it's difficult for us as moms to think of those times that we have available. Cause it's like, no, I'm so busy. I don't have time throughout the day. There's like, when am I going to do this? And it's just kind of reframing our thinking to, to realize that yes, we may not get that hour to really sit down and focus in with a, you know our Bible open, our notebook out. It may look like, you know, would I love to hold the Bible in my hand and, and highlight my Bible and read it in that way? Yes. And do I get the opportunity to do that sometimes? Yes, but it's not always available. So if we wait it, if we're always waiting for that perfect moment, it it sometimes won't happen. You know, we may just keep waiting. So we've got to take the little opportunities that we have here and there to seize those moments and get fed where we can. Another idea too to incorporate your kids is, you know, don't take for granted that time that you spend with your kids learning stuff either. Like I said, we're you know, we're, my kids and I are trying to go through a verse a week. And so that time that I'm spending with them going over that verse, 
is still time that I am getting the word. If it's just that one verse, you know, that I carry through for the week, God can really speak to me through that one verse. Um, Don't take for granted that it's little. Just take the little bits that you can get. Pray, you know, pray and say, Father, thank you for that verse. Thank you for speaking to me through that verse and for showing me what, um, what I can learn from this one verse that I got, you know, that I learned with my kids. Also just reading with my kids. You know, we spend a lot of time reading through the different Bible books that we have. And yes, some of them are children's Bible books. So is it me opening the Bible and, you know, you know, whatever? No, but I still, I can still take away stuff. I I truly believe that God speaks to us as moms in, you know, in, in different ways. That he really, he has a heart for us and he loves us and he wants to, Um, He wants to help us and he will speak to us as we're working with our kids and teaching our kids. He will illuminate things for us and reveal things to us. And so don't take that time for granted where you're sitting down and you're reading through Bible books with your kids. Know that you can still get stuff out of it. You are still getting fed. And even if um, that means developing a habit with your kids of sitting down and saying, this is mommy's Bible reading time. So we're going to set a timer for 15 minutes. Mommy's going to read in her Bible and you guys, you guys have your Bible books that you can look through also. And, you know, then when we're done, we can talk about it or whatever. You know, that's another thing that that's, that's a habit I'm working to, to develop right now with my kids that is, um, you know, we haven't gotten that habit fully down, but I've done it a couple times and I, I'm really this year, I'm really trying to work on that more is setting that time and really illustrating to my kids. Like there's nothing wrong with really telling your kids and and showing them this is mommy's Bible reading time. Like this is very important to mommy. And this is the time that, that mommy's going to read her Bible. We're going to set this timer and you guys can look at your stuff too. And that's a great um, thing to just show them. You're setting an example for them and it's starting to develop that habit from a young age of getting into the word every single day. Okay. I've given you all of that. I've given you my heart for why I wanted to do this one. And I will not hold you in suspense any longer. Let's get into some of these podcasts. So I'm going to start with for for moms, um, some of the podcasts that I have been listening to that I've really enjoyed over the past few years. Um, These are specific. mm, I think these are okay. There's they're pretty much all women. And then I think a couple couples. So to start with, Carolyn Shuttlesworth, her and her husband are evangelists. They travel around um, preaching and I have really enjoyed, she ha- She started a podcast that was nonstop moms, but she now has transitioned. I think she had a lot of women in addition to just moms following her. So she ended up branching out and her podcast is now just called Carolyn Shuttlesworth. And um, she is on Spotify and I have really enjoyed listening to her. She also does um, like weekly broadcasts on Friday generally for moms um, on YouTube, like through her, their ministry is called Miracle Word Ministries. And so she'll do um, mom broadcasts, um, like a video broadcast that she will also then publish on her podcast every Friday. And those have been great. I mean, she, uh, I, I, you, you just have to go and check her out. She's, she's great. She's honest. She's down to earth. She doesn't, um, uh, what do I want to say? She doesn't beat around the bush. Is that, is that the right phrase? She doesn't beat around the bush. She gets straight to it. She gives you the word. She gives you what the word says. She is not, um, um, she's not like tiptoeing around anything. I, I love how honest she is. 
and I have really enjoyed listening to her. She has a great tips for as like from a mom's point of view in raising your kids in this world. She has a lot of stuff that's inspiring to me as a mom that has helped build me up as a mom and and give me different things to just encourage me personally as a mom, but then also things to really um, invest into my kids in terms of the word. So I, I love that. I really encourage you to go check her out. Another one is Joey Miller. Um, Joey Miller, she now, it, her podcast is called the Joey Miller Podcast. Um, she does a lot of, she pretty much, um, her and her husband are, are pastors of a church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I love hers. Her podcast episodes are relatively short, like, like 20 ish minutes. Some of them go a little bit longer, but they're just perfect little, you know, pockets of, um, word that you can go and get inspired and encouraged and faithful. A lot of her, um, episodes are very practical, but include the word. And I really enjoy listening to her. I've learned a lot from following her and listening to her teachings. She also does a chick church every, um, like, you know, I think one Friday a month or so, and she'll publish those on her podcast. And those are always great to listen to. And she has amazing truths that she shares. Another one is Adalis Shuttlesworth. And her podcast is also called by her name, Adalis Shuttlesworth. And I so enjoy listening to her. Sometimes on her episodes, she'll have her husband, Jonathan, come on, um, her sister, Magalis. And they, I mean, she, I laugh so hard listening to (laughs) her podcast. She cracks me up, but she loves the word. She, she wants to help fill, um, men and women with, with faith and teach them the word and help to build them up and help them to really get solid on their own. Like her, I feel like her heart really is yearns to help people get to the point where they um, go after the word for themselves that, you know, she gives them what they need to really build on, but then like sets that foundation, but then really encourages people to go after it, to really seek after the word and, and hide it in their hearts for themselves. And she's so honest and so um, straightforward. I love it. I love that it's not, you know, like, like, I don't know if the word politically correct is, is right, but she just, she, she says it like it is. And I love that. I, I don't need somebody to kind of, I want to say like pussyfoot around, you know, like I don't need somebody to coddle me. I, I want you to lay it out for me like the way it is. And so I love that about her. She, she loves the word, loves to share it. And she like, it's so, um, entertaining, I guess entertaining is the right word. Um, where like I really just truly enjoy listening to her share and teach. Another one is Courageous Parenting. So the Courageous Parenting podcast, another great one. I feel like I found out about this or discovered this within the last year. It's a couple um, and Courageous Mom, Angie is her name. I think it's the Tomlins. Um, She has an Instagram that I follow and then Um, but they have a podcast that her and her husband do together and they have a lot of, like I've listened to there, she has a ton of episodes and I haven't even been able to work my way through all of them, but they have so many practical tips on raising their kids. So some of these other women that I've mentioned are more, I feel like for me as a, as a woman being fed with the word, but this one is specifically to parents and how to raise your parent, how to raise your kids in this world and really to, um, build them up so that they can go out and be fearless, faith-filled men and women for God. So I really encourage you to look them up. 
And then another one that I've really enjoyed is Work and Play with Work and Play with Nancy Ray. And she's so sweet. I love her. She's so like when you listen to her, she has the sweetest voice and she's so tender. And um I've really she has a lot of practical episodes. She also I learned a lot from her. She does Nancy Ray book club, so she picks out twelve books um, per year, and then she'll go through and she'll um, she'll discuss them. And so I've really been inspired by her to for me myself, like I'm doing this year, to pick out twelve books that I want to focus on for the year, and then you know stick to that plan, and then really, um, and then I love that she goes through them and kind of will highlight. Uh, you know, three takeaway points that she learns from them. So I really have enjoyed her podcast. And then, so she's, she may be like, she is a lovely Christian woman. It's not so much that she maybe is um, getting into like hot and heavy, the, the word every single episode, but she's just very wholesome, very sweet, has very many, has great practical tips in general for just daily life. Um, and then Priscilla Shirer, I really like her. Um, I haven't probably listened to her as much recently, but I have, you know, I love her books. She has a lot of Bible study books. And then she also has a podcast through the Going Beyond Ministries. And, and she is a great um, woman of God, has great teachings. Definitely, I would um, recommend looking her up and looking up her episodes on pod uh, like her her episodes that she has I think she's on Spotify um, and then another one is Jonathan and Melissa Helser podcast and I haven't I've also I feel like I haven't listened to them as much recently but I've listened to them in the past probably year or so and they have a lot of great just like word filled episodes to fill you up with the word and so I would recommend them also looking them up and um, listening to them. So those are some of the ones that I listen to a lot of the podcasts. A lot of these people also will have like video versions on YouTube that you can go watch like sermons and teachings of. So but these are just some of the people that I follow and listen to. When I have a list like this that I follow on a regular basis, then it leaves the guesswork out of it. I can just I know who I like to listen to and who will be able to give me the word. And so I can go straight to their podcast. I can click on an episode and start listening and immediately start hearing the word. Um, and then for kids, resources for kids. Okay, so here's here's some of the things I do. So in terms of songs, so not stories but more song-based, um, I would recommend like making a Bible song praise and worship playlist for your kids um, for the car or for the morning to do like a praise and worship dance party to start the day, anything like that. So some people are like, why do you need, why do you have specific prayer and worship songs for your kids? Like they could just listen to regular prayer and worship songs. And you're right, they can. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I also kind of made a personalized kids um, worship playlist for them that was more upbeat you know, that they like get into and they jam out to and they love and they'll sing along to. And so, you know, and, and I like the songs too. Like they're very catchy and I don't mind singing along to them. So I would say, I would recommend doing that. I made a playlist on Spotify so I can just click right on that playlist and it's like a compilation of all the different songs that I've kind of, and then as I find more songs, I can just keep adding to it. So some of the ones that I've put into that playlist are Go Fish Bible Beats, Look that up on Amazon Music or or Spotify. Slugs and Bugs. And most of these, like Go Fish and Slugs and Bugs, they have Bible-centered songs, and then they have other kind of like fun, goofy songs. So it's a compilation of both. Um, the Risers. 
the risers are awesome. I don't know. I forget who, how I ended up kind of like stumbling upon these guys. I was maybe looking up for looking up verses put to song, but they are amazing. They have, so you can play them on Amazon music and I think Spotify, and they have a bunch of songs that are literally verses put to song. And a lot of them are upbeat and fun and my kids love them. They dance to them. They also have YouTube videos of some of them I think are like cartoon where they're singing and dancing to, you know, to these songs. So that's another one that like sometimes I'll put that on the TV and I'll let them watch those videos and dance around to those. And um, Seeds Family, Seed Family Worship, Seed Family Worship, I think is another one where they do a lot of putting verse to song, which I really enjoy because it's just pure word. And then another one that's like that is Hidden in My Heart Scripture Lullabies. And I love this one. This is very, obviously this is lullabies. So it's um, kind of like toning down music. It's not music that I'm going to play like in the morning you know, and my kids are going to dance around too. This is more, I used to play this a lot every bedtime for my kids because it's literally just like this beautiful music and it's just the word being sung. And it's so, I mean, I would listen to it going to bed and I feel like it's just putting the word in their mind as they're going to sleep. And so I really have loved playing that with for them before bed. Um, just to kind of set the tone for bedtime to kind of be the last thing that they hear going into their um, ears is the word being sung and they will sing along with it you know they'll after listening to it for so long that my oldest you can hear him in there singing along and then the greatest story ever told look this up on Spotify I think um, High Point Church is who I'm assuming they produced it or put it out and it's super fun up be kind of like tells the story of the Bible and goes through these short little, um, uh, uh, what's the, it's not episodes, but well, I guess, I guess it kind of is, but short little clips, um, and goes through the different, like starting in Genesis and goes through and it's very upbeat and kind of gives you the story. It goes fast. So sometimes I feel like it's hard to catch on to everything, but when I was listening to it, I was like, Oh, this is, this is pretty neat. It's literally like going through the Bible through these little clips of songs. So I would just recommend going, checking it out. So that's songs. Like those are specific um, kids, Bible song people that I listen to. In terms of the other thing I listen to is like podcast Bible stories. I've tried to find some on Spotify. So one of the ones that I've done is Jesus and Me Clubhouse. Or I think the other name for it, I think it transitioned or the other name is Fish Bites Jr. This one's kind of odd. I, I enjoy it. I like it. But there it's you know, there's, there's things I like, there's things I don't like, but I would recommend listening to it. I think it does it, it, every single episode goes through a verse. It generally will go, it kind of tries to do like a lesson. Each episode will have a topic, like be thankful. And so it'll have a verse that they memorize through the episode and that they go over and then they'll have kind of a story that goes along with it that, you know, that their group is going through and then it will tell a Bible story in relation to or a Bible record in relation to that verse. And then, um, and then they'll do kind of some, you know, confessing of the word at the end. It's hard to kind of describe the, the episode, but I've enjoyed it. I think like I've listened to most of those, I think maybe almost all of them and they're great. They're not long. They're short little clips and it still helps my kids get the word in their mind. It goes through a short verse that they can kind of keep in their head. And so I enjoy it. You know, it's like I, I kind of filter it out through, yes, are there some things where I'm like, mm, I don't know about that, but the whole, the, you know, the grand total of it, I really enjoy. So 
Okay, another one is Bible Stories from Kids Corner. I feel like I went back through and looked at this, and I feel like we've listened to most of these. And they're little short snippets and just mainly, I think, Bible records. And they're fun and inter- and um, interesting for the kids where it holds the kids' attention. And so I really enjoy the- those. And I feel like my kids also enjoyed them. I feel like sometimes if I'm playing something for them in the car, that's there, there are other ones that are Bible stories and they're very kind of like, not like monotone and not very interactive, not very interesting to the kids. And so sometimes they'll be like, mom, can we have a different story? So I feel like they really enjoyed those ones. Bible stories from kids corner. And that's on Spotify also. And then miracle word kids. So I know I mentioned Carolyn Shuttlesworth, who her and her husband do Miracle Word Ministries. Well, they also started um, Miracle Word Kids. So her daughter and then her, I think, nephew kind of do that. And they'll do, I don't know that they have a podcast, um, but they have a website and they have little video clips that they do um, little episodes together. And it's super cute. They're not long. Um, They'll do, you know, different people from the Bible and do characteristics of them. They'll do different topics. And they also, I really enjoy each month, they'll generally publish um, some sort of activity, like study activity that you can print out and do with your kids. Like one um, time, I it had to do with prayer. And so they literally had like a template that you could print out that you, that allowed, you know, like enabled you to sit down with your kids and had verses and then also had, um, like templates to go through and think of things for your kids to pray for in different categories and like write them out on this cute little sheet. So things like that. So they, they have a lot to offer for resources for kids. So I really would highly recommend going and checking them out. And then the mighty series podcast and book series. So I haven't listened to all the little podcast episodes. I think this is within the last year. I think she started that. So it seems like from what I can see, it looks like a, um, I should preface this by saying Adalis Shuttlesworth, who I recommended as one of the people for moms to listen to, um, she is the one that started this Mighty series. So she really is same. I feel like I listened to her tell this, and I was like, oh my gosh, you, you, you know my heart. Like you, this is exactly what I thought. I used to read through Bible records and Bible books, um, or children's Bible books, and and kind of be. Oh, I would say like appalled at the way that they wrote this, wrote the record where it's like, they just kind of like watered it down. It wasn't, uh, you know, and they would change stuff and it just wasn't, I'm like this, this, it doesn't say this in the Bible. And so she thought the same thing as she read through different children's Bible books and she didn't like it. She was like, I want to put something out there for kids that will clearly and accurately um, portray the Bible record in a way that is, um, um, you know, where they're, they're getting it from like what the, what the Bible really says. I'm not changing anything. And so she has, I believe four books out now. Um, one's on David, one is on Daniel Lines Den, one is on, um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. One is on Esther. Oh, I love all of them. They are, the illustrations are beautiful. The, the books are like great. They are written fantastic from like 
basically just taken right from the Bible, which I love. And I would highly recommend looking them up. She, so you can go buy them. I believe you can buy them on Amazon. You can also buy them on the Mighty Series um, website. And then she also has the PDF versions up on her website that you can literally just read through. So you could go look it up and read through them without even having to buy them first. Um, I love buying them because I love supporting her because I totally believe and and stand behind what she's doing. Um, So I love buying them and supporting her. But if you want to check them out before buying, you can go on her website. And she also offers other resources on her website. Um, She has some, you know, great stuff to shop through. And um, then she started this podcast now that she's putting out these little teachings. And um, it looks like some of them are directed towards kids and then maybe a couple are directed towards parents. But I would highly recommend going to check those out. Another one that I my kids love listening to is the Lamplighters podcast. And this is not, so the last, let me see. Okay, so this one is not um, Bible, like like not from the Bible, but these are virtues. So her whole, the, the lady that does this, um, she put, she basically makes up these stories and each story has a different virtue attached to it. So like compassion, generosity, kindness, you know, all of those things. And these stories are so cute and she does such a great job doing them. My kids love them and look forward. Like, like she cannot put them out fast enough for them. We've listened to all of them repeated like multiple times, but I love them because it's good, wholesome stories that have a good, um, you know, good principles that she's teaching. So I really love those. I would, um, I would go check those out. Another one that we've recently found is called the story train and it's super cute. Um, she just takes them on like I think she's also making up these stories and she takes them on the story train and she goes and travels to different parts of the world and she tells these stories and um so it's a just another like wholesome thing a lot of times we'll listen to stories like that in the car sometimes and so I'm always looking for another opportunity to find like good stories I like these because my kids will listen to them I think it's great for them to listen to stories like this sparks imagination helps them to really think about things and learn but I want to really be careful about what they're putting into their minds. So I, I've enjoyed listening to that one so far. And then Abide Kids Bedtime Stories. That's another Christian one. We've listened to, we have not listened to all of those. We've listened to some here or there, but I like it. It's it's very calming. It's something that my husband has played for them a couple times before bed. But they'll go through verses, they'll pray with them, they'll tell a story. And so I like the format of it and I like the fact that they're getting word and um, and that they're praying with them. I appreciate that because it's like praying with them before bedtime. And and so I've enjoyed those. I, I can't say that I've listened to every single one of them, but the ones that I've listened to, I've enjoyed. And that's the thing. I, I always test things out. So um, I listen to it. If I like it, great. If I don't, I don't listen to it like we don't listen to it anymore or sometimes there's like one episode where I'm like "Mm, I don't really like that I don't really agree with it that's not what I want to teach my kids so I skip it and that's you know I feel like that's what you have to do as a mom you're their filter you know until they start to really make their own decisions um, you are their filter so you are filtering in what you want them to hear what you want them to learn what you want them to receive and so that's your job to be able to to listen to things and decide do I want this in their minds or do I want to skip it and do I not want them to be listening to that 
another one. So I know all of those, I have young kids, so sorry. Unfortunately, all of those are kind of directed more towards the younger, younger kid. But the one that I do have that's more teenage based and really honestly, once you get into the teenager, I feel like any of these people, like the the people that I recommended for moms, they could easily listen to those. I feel like once you get into that teenage um, age, they can start listening to adult people you know they don't you don't have to like cater things to them necessarily so you know they they can very easily listen to what you're listening to but there's also a podcast that was published so Carolyn Shuttlesworth like I mentioned her nephew who helps do the miracle word kids he also um, does the last gen the last gen podcast it's on Spotify and it's directed towards I believe like teenagers college students that age group and um, I have not listened to all of those episodes, but he has some great topics out there. And like the things that I was talking about with anxiety and depression with teenagers and stuff, I know he hits on those topics and he, he would be a great one. Like I would highly encourage moms with teenagers to go check him out and get their teenagers hooked into him. Cause that's just, if you, a lot of times, if you can get a peer, if you can hook your kids up with a peer who is their similar age, goes through similar like things, that's really putting the word out there, they will receive it from him and it will really help build their faith in that, um, and, and, and just help them, um, maybe receive it even, even better, you know, just to see somebody out there who's their age, who's really like standing strong in their faith. What a great example. So I would definitely get your teenagers hooked in with them. So I know this went long. I, I, in my mind, when I was doing this episode, I was like, this is going to be so short. Cause I'm just going to list off these resources. And then I just went, Oh, I don't know. I was just, I had some things that I really wanted to share and and really um, I just have a heart for moms to continue to be fed with the word and to continue to get that word in their heart so that they can impart it to their kids so that they can um, just to continue to see God work in them and, and, and reveal things to them. And so, you know, that's my heart behind these resource episodes is just really getting you um, in touch with people who are filled with faith that will continue to feed you the word um, in addition to reading the Bible. Like obviously this this does not discount that or, or, you know, negate that. That is obviously still very important. But just people that are also fellow believers who can inspire you and encourage you and teach you the word and give you little nuggets of truth that you can hold fast to throughout the day. So that was my heart. I, I'm sorry that it went so long. I should probably divide this episode into like two parts, but I hope you enjoy. I hope you really get a lot out of it. And I hope you go look up those people that I have recommended. And I will, like I said, I will put them on my Instagram page at Gilbert J mama. I will post them up there um, so that you can also go and um, look at them, follow them on Instagram, and then go see them on Spotify and I encourage you go check them out see what you think and then you know even if those people don't really do it for you I encourage you to take some time sit down and really um, look for some different places that you can get fed the word in in those little snippets I think especially for moms since we're always doing things with our hands it's great to find people that you can listen to that you trust that you align your beliefs with that you um, can listen to and be fed by so I encourage you to do that and it's been great being with you. Thank you.
you so much for tuning in and have a great week.